Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. Welcome to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. Today, our performance conversation is with our special guest, Denise McCormick. And why I have chosen this conversation um, with our special guest, there's a few reasons. I'm grateful that people get to tap in and learn. You know, Denise and I met and we actually got to work together. So Denise was on the receiving end of, of coaching. And we're going to have a bit of understanding about that conversation. But also, Denise has gone on to build a personal brand. She has become a published author. She is an educator's coach. And so we're going to have a conversation. We're going to learn from Denise um, about her experience. Like I said, she's an author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and an educator's coach. She has over 26 years of experience, and she provides support and guidance to fellow women educators who desire to thrive in an overwhelming academic landscape. Now, Denise comes from a totally different um, look at things, right? She's had a multitude of challenges, and you're going to learn that through our conversation today. But Denise also made a conscious decision to make positive choices and do more than just survive the 1980s farm crisis, it actually led her to become a very non-traditional college student and then graduate high school. So she's a working mother. She's a proud advocate of women. And um, you can hear why we have Denise as our special guest on today's episode. So Denise, welcome and thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Marlo. I'm just really humbled and grateful that I have the chance to talk with you today about this. Absolutely. I gave people a bit of your background, but is there anything else that you want to share before we get jumping into the episode? Uh, it's really instrumental. People understand my love of the land and why I wrote this story from surviving to thriving and going through the farm crisis, because I actually come, uh, both my husband and I, from generations of people working the land. I come from three generations of dairy farmers. My great-grandfather started a dairy, and we had Kennedy's Dairy in southeast Iowa for three generations. And I had that love of the land there and lived on the farm where my grandfather started that for my uh, elementary years. And then I married a fourth generation farmer. We, we love what we do. And there's so many people in Iowa. Um, I'll just ask the listeners out there, how many of you grew up on a farm? And if you didn't grow up on a farm, have, how many of you have a relationship to a farm or farming? And then the last question, how many of you have driven by a farm? And you can't drive anywhere in Iowa where you don't drive by a farm. So I really wanted people to understand why the farm crisis happened. I also saw remnants of what was going on with today's things in the political and economic realm that I really felt like we need to study the history here so we don't repeat some of the mistakes of the past. So I guess if I'm telling you my why for writing the story, that story wrote around in my 
in my mind for over three decades. And I felt when my publisher brought it to me to say, I want your story. I just felt like I have to share this. Mm. Okay. So did you decide to write a book before you decided to become an entrepreneur and an educator's coach or tell us, you know, the process, what were the stepping stones for you? Stepping stones where I was so passionate about teaching. I loved my job. I taught almost every elementary grade and I went back into teaching during the farm crisis. So I would get up at four o'clock in the morning, study, uh, get our two daughters who were in grade school off to school, go to classes, study at the college, come home, do all the motherly things, and then began the day over. And it it took me, I worked my way through um, school until the last year, and then I went full time. And so I became a teacher and just, you know, it was always about surviving. I've got to be the best I can be so we can thrive. And I just visualized, uh, you know, visualization is real important in my life. I always visualize where I want to go and I set the goals and I just, I just consistently work at those goals. So I became a teacher. Well, unfortunately, at the end of my career, things got very, very negative. And the day they walked in and they said, you will teach this on this day, they gave us what was called a pacing guide. And I went home to my husband and I said, you know, I have a master's degree and two specialist degree. I can't teach like that. That's not fair to me or my students. So I took early retirement and I redirected to um, entrepreneurship. I redirected to a network marketing company. Um, I think I was drawn to that because I, I wanted to make my own way. I wanted to do my own personal development with the, you know, with a company's uh, support. And um, when I joined the company, I became an area manager in the first three months. I was very focused um, on helping people with their health and wellness. And that was an area I felt that in teaching, I rarely had time for self-care. Oh my gosh, you're so, you're so in tune with all the responsibilities you have. And I told myself after I got my first job, I interviewed and they took me to the room and I interviewed on a Friday night, two weeks into the start of a school year. And, the, and I was to start on Monday with 84th and 5th graders. And the principal walked away and said, good luck. And I walked into that room and I, I gave thanks for getting a job because it was during the farm crisis. But I also said to myself, someday I'm going to find a way to help other teachers so they never have to begin their, their career like this. So therein is why I have branded myself the educator's coach. Mm. Because I felt from working in business for the past five years, and my husband is in business. So I was, I was, I'm acquainted with business and how it works because we have a, a farm corporation. But um, I just felt like teachers were not getting the, the success principles that they needed to really help them go through all the things that they needed to do to succeed in that classroom. So therein, that is why I am um, working to coach. Um, I'm a Jack Canfield trainer in the success principles. So I use those things. I do vision board workshops. Um, and I am, you know, I have a clarity call this afternoon with a client from a teacher from Canada that um, I hope to work with. 
I just really feel like this is the missing link in education. And I want to do new teachers, I want to do experienced teachers, and I would love to work with administrators. That really is my burning passion uh, of why I'm doing what I'm doing. So then let's jump in here for a minute. You know, I alluded in, in the intro that, you know, we worked together. I was your coach for a period of time and helping you get into the space that you are. Take people through that experience of like, why did you choose to align? Um, what were your biggest takeaways? Why are you loving what you're doing? Well, I knew that to be successful, I needed to work with the best people. And I had heard Marlo at a, a her conference in the Iowa City area. And this was a couple years later, wasn't it, Marlo? After yeah. I had heard you, that I, uh, that I contacted you. And I thought, okay, Marlo is very successful in, in taking people from where they are to where they want to be, which is exactly what I do in my facilitating of success principles, but I needed to do it for me. I knew I needed to, if I was going to be a successful coach someday, I had to go through the experience. So I contacted Marlo six months before our book launched and we went through a six month process. You know, I think we're all guilty of this. I didn't realize what I was really being successful at. I had so many directions I could go and Marlo just sort of took me under her wing from the very beginning and said, okay, this week, this is what I want you to focus on. And then we went week by week by week and, you know, just tallying all this, you know, cause you, you keep track of your successes and then she brings those back to you. And I actually have two whole rows of successes up by my vision board and my, my working board where I work all my projects. And I can look at that and I say, you know, when you start to focus on what you succeed at, you don't get stuck near the way that you do when you're, when you're focusing on what you're not doing right. right. Um, I was very instrumental in helping my students with that in the classroom. So I actually had to go through a process of, you know, embracing the gray in life and not letting events stop me from what I wanted to do and realizing what my areas of brilliance really were so that I could help other people bring that out in themselves. And I am so grateful that I went through that process. There wasn't a day or a week that I said, why am I doing this? I just, I just couldn't wait to see where I was going to be next. And the big thing that Marlo helped me do was to come up with my packages for my coaching. You know, how am I going to do this? And she gave me such great advice on how to figure this out. And I did figure it out. And it's going to work really, really well. Also, the 30-60-10 formula that she gave me for growth consistency in my, in my work life really helped me. And she was so flexible because she said, right now you're at a point we can flip that and do 60-30-10 instead because I was, I was growing so much. I, I was trying to take in so much because I had never taken the time. You know, when you, when you start having children at 22 – and then you go through a farm crisis, you go back to school, you go through your master's. I had never really taken the time to discover Denise. And that's what coaching allows you to do. And really, when you get grounded 
in who you are and why you want to do what you want to do. And it, it just changes everything. Mm. So for those listeners out there who have never heard of success boarding and don't, don't understand, um, give us just a, a little bit of insight. Um, when I was introducing the strategy of recognition, because we know high achievers and high performers need three things. They need to be recognized, they need to be validated, and they need to be inspired, right? And so this hits on that, that recognition component. When I was introducing the actual strategy, I mean, like, what was your thought process as I was sharing it and kind of unrolling it? And then what did it feel like to actually go through and implement it? I'll tell you, this is a teacher. Um, your successes are not celebrated the way they, the business world celebrates successes, okay? So it was so out of my comfort zone to even list what I was successful at. <laughs> I know that sounds strange to most people out there, unless you've been in the education world, but that is what I'm talking about needs to change because I had to ask myself these questions every week. How have you done this week? Why are you motivated to continue success boarding? And what does this reveal about you? And what have you learned about yourself? I'd never asked those questions, never. Okay, so what and, did you find though? Like what was, by asking that, like what was your biggest unearthing about Denise that you discovered? I guess the easiest way to say it is I just realized why I've done what I've done is because I have always made short-term goals and long-term goals. Every decade I had a, a goal for that decade, uh, but I had never celebrated it. I had never taken the time to say, this is what you do well, and this is how we can use this to get you to the level, the next level that you want to go to. Yeah, there's power, right? Like, and again, it's that wow. self-recognition. As much as we want other people to recognize what we're doing, it's really our responsibility. And that's the thing is teaching every one of us to kind of put a fire in our own belly, get up and get motivated by doing the things that you're doing right and what's going well and using that as the silver lining. And so, yeah, that's why I'm passionate about it. I think it's interesting to have other people listen um, to somebody who's experienced it because there is a huge there is a huge level of knowledge. Okay, so now here's another thing. As we talk about strategies, again, 30-60-10 formula, right? It's a um, it's way to focus our actions on the right types of actions with a married amount of time to do those actions. And so it's kind of, it helps manage expectation and it helps understanding clarity, understand where we should be growing. Again, take our audience to your experience of what the 30-60-10 formula is, and then how did you use it to achieve and receive results? The biggest part, I think, is how you start your day. And like I said, when I was uh, going through the farm crisis, I got up at four. Um, that There's no phones. There's no texting. There's no interruptions. It's quiet. I had the time. So I still get up 4.35 o'clock in the morning. I come into my office and that is my grow time. That makes up 30% of my day uh, as my growing time at the beginning of the day. And so I, I do my reading. I do my affirmations. I do some meditation. Um, I look at my vision board. I do my planning there. I do some reading. 
um, that to me gets me going on what I need to do. And then the next part of the 30, 60, 10 is to serve, which you want to be 60% of your day. So then I would look at my businesses because I have three uh, businesses, two in health and wellness and one in communications. And I would look at what I needed to do in those businesses to consistently move myself forward with those. And I would also look at what I needed to still learn in my coaching. That's why I said you were flexible with me because I was still in some, you know, real huge growth curve of knowledge that I wanted to glean. And so I, I would do that during some of that because that was going to be my service to others. So it was easy to say, this is my serve time because when I, when I have this knowledge, that's how I became a state awarded teacher is that I was constantly gleaning the best knowledge from the best people, from the best books. And so um, I would do that. And then the end of the day would be my follow-up with, with emails and, and uh, correspondence and that type of thing. But I have in my room here, I have a board with all the projects that I have projects to do projects in progress and projects joyfully completed. And what I did to, to really balance my life out within this um, 30, 60, 10 formula was I put down on sticky notes, three different colors. I put pink for personal and yellow for business and blue for spiritual. And I put everything I was doing on there. And then I put that down in the categories, whether there are projects to do, whether they're in progress, or they're already done. And then I move it on a two-week scale up above on my calendar there. So on Sunday night, I am planning that week. I know Monday morning when I get up at 4.30, I, and I work till about, you know, one in the afternoon, uh, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing during that 30, 60, 10 time. And so there's no waste of time during that time. There's no lack of focus. There's consistency and there's clarity. So all of these things I was doing and, and working on uh, when I was working with Marlo during those six months. I got all of this in place before we became an international best-selling book because I knew then I was going to be doing book signings. Then I was going to be speaking. Then I was going to be writing. I'm working on some other books. I've got three books outlined. Um, and I was going to be doing those things. So I thought I've got to get um, all the things that I'm doing down on paper. And you know what I found, Marlo, is I had way too many personal. I've learned to say no to the good so I can get to the great. Um, I have to say no to a lot of people for a lot of things right now because I have a lot on my plate. And um, I also know that there's only so much of me that I can share right now because I am still um, setting my foundation for what I want this to look like in the future. Working with you, Denise, because you are such a big, bold, beautiful brand, um, you have so much knowledge and experience. 
helping you manage the expectation. I love listening to you right now because you have such clarity and ease about like taking all of that. Because I remember when we were going through the process, it was, it was just really kind of sitting down and putting together the system so you could perform at your best and do it all with ease. And I think that's what people are listening to, that you, know, you are a high achiever and a high performer. You have big goals and dreams. You've accomplished so much. But listening to you now, I can clearly hear you say you are managing expectations like a champion. And that's really what it's all about. I think most of us want to feel like that, right? Do a lot, but do it in such a way that you're kind of whole, you're complete. I mean, you've got family in Australia. I mean, you travel, you're, you are a grandma, you're a wife, a mother, a friend, a sister, all of those things. And yet you do it all. And that's joy. And we're hearing your joy, which is just huge. Love it. It's a wonderful place to be. And I'm just, you know, yesterday's history and tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift. And that's why it's called the present. I try to be in the present moment. I do not think about what I'm going to do tomorrow when I am in today. I I just, I don't worry about it because it's all going to, it's all going to unfold. And you taught me that formula. you know, after I read your book and then I read it the second time. And then I knew that if I worked with you, I could get this out. And what's the blessing of this, Marlo, is that I am now passing on to other people what I've learned. That's what I am, is I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. And we had so much fun working together. I absolutely love that partnership. And that's why I love profiling you now, is just, um, just the joy that you bring. Okay, so we're coming two minutes into the close. And I want people to learn about the book that you wrote. Can you tell us your experience, um, how you positioned it, and give us some insight so we can learn more about that as well. I met my publisher at Breakthrough to Success with Jack Canfield five years ago. And ironically, I'm going back to it next week, five years later, with her as my publisher and me being an international best-selling author. And what the blessing of that is, is the people I met allowed me to be on this journey because she met me and said, I want your story. Since then, I was at a Belbab Mansfield symposium in Iowa Wesleyan where we had Dr. Angela Sadler-Williamson on as our guest speaker. So I gave her a signed book and then I gave her a thank you the next day and I said, I think your story would be amazing in Kate's next book, Women Who Illuminate, which will uh, launch this August. So she took me up on it in the next book with My Life with Rosie. She, she is an award-winning filmmaker with the documentary My Life with Rosie. She's Rosa Parks' cousin. I've asked her to, to be the keynote speaker at the Iowa Women's Foundation. She'll be on that on October 3rd in Corville. And she's the keynote speaker of Dare to Dream with all the co-authors I'm going to in the Philadelphia area the following week after I get back. It's like, I can't believe what's happened because I opened myself up to going for my dreams. That's power. Oh my gosh. And you are very influential. I mean, there's, there's so much to learn from you, Denise. And, um, and I think people that are listening to this episode are absolutely just enamored by all that you're sharing and the success that you've had and the experiences that you've gone through. Okay, so this is where we close. Where, um, where can we find you? What's your website, your social? How can we connect, Denise? My website is www.denisemccormick.com. And on that website, 
you can book a clarity call with me. You can find my businesses. On my Facebook page is Denise McCormick Author. Let's see, Instagram, Denise A. McCormick. And at Denise at DeniseMcCormick.com is my email. It, you know, if people want to know anything about any of the things I've talked about, um, I, I would welcome you to get a hold of me. I would love to work with any educators out there. And I could even work with business people. I, I have as much a business background as I do education. I'm, I'm really blessed that way. So um, I, I just um, look forward to what the next year is going to bring. Absolutely. Okay. So to learn more about Denise McCormick, you can also visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add Denise to your circle of influence, connect to her resources and purchase her book. Denise, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a great episode. So thank you for that. Thanks for all your help. Absolutely. So we invite you to share this podcast with others and we thank you in advance for that partnership. And if you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page where we will engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.